Welcome to Foodcast. I'm your host, Rick. And today we're going to be talking about the new order. And it's not Star Wars, guys. I'm talking about the revolution happening right now all over the world in the kitchens. What What's going on is, let's put it like this. There's the old order. The old sign in the kitchen um, where the... Chefs are famous for, you know, their tempers, shouting, screaming, being, let's say, machos. And what's happening now? People don't want that anymore. And it's being difficult to deal with um, uh, that transaction at the moment because you still have a little bit of the mentality in the industry. Um, after, as I call the blimp, yeah. Uh, because of the pandemic, uh, so um, everyone stay out of the the trade for majority of the time, and that make people rethink what's priority uh, in the kitchen and the way the industry treat people, the way people are perceived inside the kitchen, etc. So uh, because that I'm calling the new order. But to understand that, we need to talk a little bit about uh, the old order or the way it used to be for hundreds of years. Um, the structure in the kitchen is quite um, uh, military, let's say. Um, the things used to be more literally when you get your head chef, he's the head. He's doing the business around there and is up to us as a... Um, chefs just to follow the lead and just keep going so uh, when i was thinking about this episode i started to think about what was difficult for me in seeing overall inside the kitchen and when i start in the kitchen we had much of that mentality you know and you need to follow the hierarchy in the kitchen uh, was very self-central to whatever the head chef was doing in the kitchen and, and hostile stressful was nerve-wracking and it still is a little but the things start to change when you start to see that and start to think about why is is in this way the the system and then you need to understand the chefs and how they become head chefs. And then when you start to think about that, uh, you need to think the first thing, why you want to be a chef is the same like why you want to be an engineer, why you want to be a airplane pl- a pilot or anything, anything. So majority of the people, uh, the difference is, let's put it like this, the difference is majority of the people get in the business because or necessity or for passion since it's a profession you don't need much skills let's say like that you can uh, learn the skills as you work Uh, you have as i say the accident chef and the passional chef the passional chef you you have two options there let's say like that so let's start with the accident chef Normally, is because they didn't have options, was the job available, and they got in 
just to have your quick fix and carry on have a money coming you know like you don't know whatever is going on in their life they need the work so they got in and literally they start to get carry along majority of those guys start as a kp kitchen porter from there they will start to go uh, growing in the brigade and get their uh, titles and moving up in the in the kitchen so the that's the our accident chef we have the follow one is the passional chef this is someone who actually choose to be there want to be there like myself and then you have two options in that that category one is the one choose to be there and don't have the opportunity to go to college or do courses as uh, as i had so you start work with focus and determination what they want to do and learn as you go um and there's the other part would be like somebody like me want to want to be a chef but got the qualification beforehand so i went to college learn uh, get the skills i need instead of just learn as you go the difference between all three is time the time it would take you to get to a such certain level i would say as, as a cdp you get uh, is a middle level chef and um, if you start as the accident chef or accidental chef um th that process could get a couple of years uh, if you get the one is in love or passionate about food and want to be a chef and didn't have the opportunity to do to go to university we'll get a little bit less time to achieve the same result and when you go to the college or university you possibly will achieve that target quicker because you get more knowledge you have more skills so the things kind of quicker for you that doesn't mean you'll be better than any of the others it's just the time frame you're going to achieve uh what you're supposed to achieve i i will put that when when you get a cdp is is your breaking point or you continue or you quit or you just stagnate majority of the chefs they they want to be head chefs in other words they want to run their own kitchen so in, in that situation is where the difference line on in that period you spend in the kitchen you pass through all possible things or used to be when i started in the kitchen you know like was hostile stressful people literally shouted at you um in those moments is when i look and said okay all the chefs is make equal let's say like that but externally they have fake images i know lots of chefs they feel very, very confident they are strong like rock outside but deep inside i know they have insecurities as everyone does they have some of them low self esteem and is something start to change now because um after the blimp people start to be a little bit more you start to think more about themselves and look at do i really need that do i need to be shouted at uh can i be better respected uh, and so on and so forth and that's when the things start to change a little 
and where we start to think a little bit further is not because of the pandemic make that, but like 10 years ago, we start to move the things. And I start to put that uh, kind of the, the, the world is changing. And this is where I see the, I start to understand why it's changing. And part of that is the tech revolution, education and behavior of the society. Now with the tech revolution, the access uh, to internet or any device is very easy. Probably you're listening to this podcast right now from one of those devices, your phone or your laptop or your iPad or tablet. It's easy to access, very easy, anyone can use. And sometimes like you can work with your phone. And then I will tell you, look, for a minimum wage, you can work in your phone or in the kitchen. Majority of people say, I work my phone. Why would I pass through all that stress to work 10, 12, 14 hours, sometimes even up to 16 or 18 hours a day in a very stressful environment? And I have to say, um, lots of people choose the easy way. But who wants to come in the kitchen need to be passionate about Um Education as well. So, um, education, the knowledge, better educated people and with more options now. So, you finish college, you have more options now. Like, I go without saying, is being way better uh, to find something you are passionate about. So, that gives you more options for people. Now, we have as well behavior people with more educated with access to uh, more knowledge tech uh, god uh, they don't tolerate to be shouted at or abused anymore the way it used to be it's not because before people accept to be shouted at and abused it's just is a mentality change. Before you go in the kitchen, you knew that's the mentality. You knew that's the way to go. I remember the few first few kitchens I worked, and three things I could say to my head chef was, yes, yeah, chef, no chef, I don't know chef. And the middle, the end of 2000s, I start to notice some of my head chefs saying, look, Ricardo, you can talk to me. You don't need to be just yes, yeah, chef. You know, like, I said, no, you tell me, I do it. That's the way I learn. You know, like, they tell you, you do it. You don't ask, you don't question. And now those days, uh, that change a little. Uh, you need to be a little bit more flexible and understanding uh, and mindful about other people. But that creates another problem. Majority of people, they want to argue first and then fix the problem. In the kitchen, you have a time frame. The moment you hear that machine printing a ticket, you will not argue and question why and what. You do it. And after you argue, doesn't matter if you agree or not, you need to produce the food. Simple as. And... That is kind of the clash of the words at the moment. And is where I start to analyze the past few years and see how we can make the things better to adapt to the new generation of chefs. But given the same time, um, 
mindset they will respect each other and will grow with each other so i put here like what what makes a chef is who you are your mindset initiative focus you have that will make you a chef a very good chef and how to deal with problems that can make you better than anyone but experience as well will bring you where you need to be as a chef and then when you go to the next level you'll be accountable like as a sous chef you'll be accountable and then i say like this as a sous chef you're in the purgatory because you need to uh, please the heaven customers and your boss head chef or manager who who is above and hell <laughs> everyone else so you're kind of between both is very difficult position and at the same time you need to start to be more accountable you normally spend there around like two to three years minimum to perfect and become a master what you do and from there is when you can step up as a head chef and as a head chef is a position you can hold but not necessarily um be there forever is difficult you need to know where 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 are you at um anyone can have that position but hold is the difficult part as a head chef job with that being said and understand a little bit how the the, the structure works uh, what's the new order right now uh, what's the claim doesn't matter the age of your chef right now after the blimp I, i i noticed that chefs with 20 years experience start to question do this system is right for me is working for me and that's when i start to notice that people want to be more respected not shout at and they have more options than ever and how you keep those people happy and how you make them to not crumble down mentally is being difficult for everyone and people are trying to find themselves again so uh, i make here that that's the expectation uh, they they have right now and how we can work with that and how we can adapt and a couple of years ago i start to think about that and how we can make the things more uh, attractive and easy to digest for the generation because it's being very difficult to hold chefs because after you two years in the kitchen working for literally scraps because financially i'm saying because it's difficult you need experience and until you get experience people will not pay you for that and that's the patient the new generation don't have much and then they just quit jobs and jump from one place to another and in the end they just become a frustrated chef because they will not achieve what they want because they don't have the patience so a, a program I, i developed a time ago and i can be talking further in the future about that and um, i start to notice what, what we could do uh, to be more flexible understanding and mindful and at the same time you need to keep the respect that what chefs want the most is respect and when i say chefs i say your head chef they don't want you to go there and, and saying literally shit at them 
because they will look and say, come on, kid, get out of here, next. But in the same time, you can't be like that because that's the old, old mentality. You need to be a little bit, you need to find a balance. And that's where I, I start to notice what we can do to balance off. And when I start to realize that and research and analyze and make better adjustments for the the way I used to treat my staff and how to make them to go further and get more uh, engaged and do what we have to have done without have much friction and the opposite, making sure they get more accountable and they go further. I I developed a system that worked more or less like, like that. We need to offer benefits a part of like give you a shift meal and that's something i say is no monetary benefit that's no monetary benefit is the most important thing i try to use in all the kitchens i run not in like in a big big scheme of the things because sometimes you work in a company and they say look uh, if you're interested and you're development with your career with us we can pay you support to pay you the, your college or university uh, or whatever course you need to be better but i seen the scheme of like unit level weekly basis touching base literally working as a coach and development to your your staff because everyone has a different target. My target is, let's say, get a Michelin star in the door of my restaurant. But your target is just get the experience and become, let's say, from a coming chef, become a CDP. So let's work together. I need your labor. You need the experience. So let's find a balance. And that's what I do uh, the past few years. I always ask every single chef I have, what do you want? You as a person, what do you want, where you want to achieve, in uh, what you want to achieve in a few years' time. So, development to the chef is the most important thing. In exchange, you get the respect from that person the moment they get on board, because the respect you don't, you don't give, you earn it. So, in the moment you understand the world around that person, you understand better their personality, you understand that you can literally open immense uh, immense possibilities and the moment they get the give you the respect and vice versa um, is not you can abuse them because you know their focus and they know where you want to bring them they give you respect in that way and give you a little bit of room to give out <laughs> literally not give out but being tough so uh, they give you room to be tough basically that and they will not get that in a negative way to say, oh, today the chef complained about my presentation. It's not that. It will happen days, I will complain over and over and over. I have chefs that have a problem with being tight and neat, neat, in, in, neat in their own stations. And I have issue with that because for me, you need to be, Clean and organize at all times, even if it's busy, is important for, uh, for me. So in that moment is when I just keep nagging. And weekly, I'm going to sit down 
or have an informal conversation weekly with them and tell them that, let's work on that. And they improve on that way. So when I walk in the kitchen and I see something wrong and I say something to them, they don't get personal. They know it's part of the exercise. That get months, I'll tell you, like few things. But by that time, what they are exchanging with you is their labor for your knowledge. And I think that's what they think things need to change. The head chefs in, in a restaurant level, unit level, need to start to think in that way. So they will extract the best and the most of all their staff. And in exchange, you're giving experience. Uh, and reduce your turnover as well. Something I say to my guys, like, you need to always keep looking forward to progress. But for that, you need to have set specific targets. And to be a good head chef you is not just the time and experience you have. It's your attitude and understanding of the business. So in the moment you become a head chef, you need to have some set of skills nobody will give you. There's no college will teach you. It's in you. And you need to know and master them. So when I walk in the kitchen of any head chefs I had, um, would be clean, organized, consistent, trendy, respectful environment and focus. In the moment you have that all together, you will succeed. And then, of course, combined with talent and good food, you will succeed. And that's how you bring you to the next level. And something I try to move forward with every single chef I have, doesn't matter the level they are. I will work with every single one of them and coach them to be the best what they do. So being a leader is your behavior and be calm and composed at all times. Very difficult, I have to say. Very difficult. But it is working, I have to say, the past few years and making me have better connections with uh, my team and extract the best from them. I got a lot of feedback in the way I I work with my team. Like lots of times I get people saying, Ricardo, that's a waste of time. Why are you doing this? Just put the, leave them do their job. They are here to do that. But that's the part I look and say, no, they're here for the long run. So let's give them extra let's make them to go further and i think that's the way to go for the new order is to start to look after our staff in a different way and create a new mentality behind the kitchen instead of shouting and yelling at people and literally bullying them we need that to stop for that we need to change from the top and we need to show and lead by example. And because of that, I think um, after the blimp, people start to notice that more. I start, as I said before, chefs with 20 years experience start to question themselves. Is that what I want? And I told them, yeah, but let's change together. Let's help each other. You know, like, what, what is your expectation? Where you want to be or what you want to do? And 
that's the new the new order and i think it's very exciting times to be in the industry now to see that transaction and seeing people uh, looking as being a chef as a proper career instead of being a quick fix or do I want to be there because uh, it's an environment very hostile and difficult to work in? I would say it's the opposite. It's very exciting and make literally you feel every single day the passion, the consistency you have in every single dish you put out. You know, it's not every day you'll be perfect. But like, if you manage to have a consistency to to go the extra mile and make sure people are happy at the end of the day, that's what we're here for. You know, to make sure every single person eating our food are extremely happy. So that's being said, thank you for listening to Foodcast and see you in the next episode.